Hi, this is Shauna. I'm your host for Living in This Space, and I want to welcome you to Monday Mindset. We are going to spend time together talking mindset and motivation, and I hope to bring value to your day with topics and tips that I've learned along this journey that we call life. So let's dive in. Hi, and welcome back to Monday Mindset. Today, I'm going to give you five steps that might help you to refocus and reset if you feel like you've gotten a bit off track. So, what do we do when we find ourselves aimlessly wandering through our day? When we seem to have lost our vision or our purpose? You know, it may feel like we're being productive, but are we really? I recently went to a conference, and during that four days, I was awakened to the fact that I had slipped into a very, very comfortable and complacent place in my living space. And while I appeared to be somewhat productive on the outside, on the inside, I was just going through my day-to-day motions. I needed to refocus and reset. I realized I needed to get my why back into my field of vision, and I needed to re-examine the what, where, and how of my day-to-day actions. What was I feeding my mind with? Where had I become lazy in my day-to-day activities? And where was I wasting time on mindless things that weren't serving me well? And how well was I fueling and hydrating my body? These were the places in my personal life that I had let slip. And y'all, I realized that if I wanted to refocus and reset, I would need some personal, doable action steps to get back on track and out of that complacent slump I had found myself in. So I was thinking about what those steps could be, and I wrote some things down, and I wanted to talk to you about those today. So, number one. First of all, I needed to remember my why. You know, without a clear vision, we will flounder. We will bounce from one thing to another, always searching. If we don't have a clear enough or strong enough why, then we're always going to be at risk of being pulled in any direction that the winds of our lives will blow. Now, I think this is probably the most important first step. Sit down and write out the why of whatever it is you want or need to do. Now, this is going to look different for each of us, depending on what we want to change in our lives. Sometimes it's hard to remember or identify your why if you've gotten into a slump. So I want to encourage you to take some time with this one. Ask yourself some clear questions and then journal your answers. I want to paint a picture of this one for you because I think a lot of us struggle with figuring out our why. And I'm going to use my personal health as an example for this one, uh, because one, I think a lot of us struggle in this area, and it's something that I worked through and I can talk to you easily about it. So five years ago, I had become desperate, and I mean desperate for change. I was overweight and miserable. I was in pain all the time. I had been overweight for years, but I was finally ready to do something. Why all of a sudden, you might be asking? Well, I had finally determined my why. 
I wanted to be out of the pain I was in. I knew I needed knee replacements, and I thought that if I lost the weight, maybe that pain would lessen and I could put off the knee replacements for a while. These were my primary drivers and the very biggest part of my why. And that's because they revolved around daily pain that was limiting the things I could do. But I also wanted to like who I saw in the mirror again. I wanted to go shopping with my daughter and not have to sit on a bench while she hopped in and out of stores. I wanted to wear cute clothes again. I know that's a little shallow, but I did. Y'all, I just wanted to feel good in my own skin. Now, there were a lot of other reasons, and honestly, most of them had been on my mind for a very long time. But I was, remember, I was in a complacent state with them, and they had not yet triggered that physical and emotional pain point. My pain point happened when I went on a shopping trip with my daughter. It was on that day that I can honestly say I reached my personal physical, and emotional pain point. I had initially told her no to the shopping trip because I felt like I couldn't go because I was in so much pain that day and I knew it was going to be hard for me to walk the mall. But I reluctantly went when she said, and she was so excited about this, Mom, we'll just get a wheelchair and I'll push you so you won't have to walk so much. And you know, y'all, I I thought in that moment, okay, that won't be so bad. You know, I've pushed my elderly mother through stores before, and it wasn't so bad. So we went to the mall, and we made it to the wheelchair station. And the minute I sat in that chair, and she started to push me, I nearly broke down into tears. And I can honestly tell you, I'm sitting here with tears in my eyes, just recalling that moment. That is when my life totally changed. I thought, this is what my life has become at age 55. I knew that day that I had reached my personal and physical emotional pain point. And it was shortly after that I started a journey to go on to lose about 90 pounds that radically changed my life. But what if I hadn't reached that wall? I often wonder, would I still be 90 pounds or more heavier? Would I still be in that horrible pain I was in? If you've ever hit this wall, you recognize this is the spot where the pain of staying where you are becomes greater than any pain it's going to take to get you to where you want to be. Remember, this is one of the primary keys to moving forward. So I want you to take the time to work through this and identify anything that is keeping your why out of sight. And when you do, you can determine the steps you need to move forward at that point. Number two, next we need to identify what's holding us back. Is it fear? Laziness? Lack of knowledge? Maybe it's complacency. Honestly, that's usually what it is for most people. Or maybe it's just feeling like we aren't deserving enough to go after something. I'd love to stop right here and take a minute to tell you, no matter what it is you want, need, or desire to do, my sweet listeners, you are worthy of reaching for it. You are deserving 
of whatever it is that you're writing down in your little journaling notebook. Once you identify what's holding you back, it will be so much easier to power through it. Number three, move. Just move. Move forward no matter what it takes. Your movement may be tiny baby steps, one minute, one hour, or one day at a time. You know, we can sit and waller in complacency until we perish, figuratively speaking. Or we can get up and take that very first step. This is where you are going to determine exactly what it's going to take for you to actually move forward. For some of you, it will be a mental or an emotional moving forward. And then for some of you, it's going to be physical. And for others, it's going to be both emotional and physical. Whatever it takes, just move. So, we've now refocused. What are the other two steps for resetting? Well, number four is a shift in our thinking. We want to go from, I can't have that, to saying, that no longer serves me well. We want to go from, I wish I could, to, I will make that happen. Or how about, I don't deserve, to, I deserve anything my heart desires. Or maybe you always find yourself saying, I ought to. Let's change that to, I will. I could go on and on, but I feel like you've probably got the bigger picture of how to shift your thinking. Also important in this step is to share your intentions with someone. You know, trying to make those changes in the dark won't keep us as accountable as if we tell someone what we're doing. And then lastly, number five is structure. Here is where you need to create the structure needed to support your goals, to refocus and reset. Are there things that you need to take out of your day-to-day? What are the time suckers in your day? And how can you eliminate them, or at least the time that you're spending on them? What are some action steps that you need to reset habits, thoughts, and the time that you're spending throughout your day? Do you need to create a calendar? Do you need to set reminders or timers on your watch or your phone? Do you need to meal prep so that you'll be more proactive about healthier eating? Maybe you need to get up earlier or go to bed at a more reasonable hour. Do you need to declutter your environment so that when you look around your space, you can just breathe? Remember, structure can be fluid, but it cannot be absent if you want to move forward with a more productive day. So in wrapping up, I hope that this has helped you. If you're finding yourself in a place of complacency or you're floundering and know that you need to get refocused until next time, my sweet listeners, I hope you can refocus and reset if you need to. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit follow wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, I hope you live in your space well, my friends.